They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. All right, so here I sit once again in the studio, all alone. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. I'd be that guy. I would be D. Scott. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Listening to the podcast, if you'd be so kind, please like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever the option is, wherever you're listening to this. And if you're given the option to rate the podcast, please do that as well. We're looking for five stars here. If you enjoy what you're hearing coming through your earbuds, your earphones, your speakers, whatever the case may be, hit that rate. Give me five stars. Help the podcast grow a little bit. Uh, as, of course, you know, I'm involved in other podcasts as well that I'd love for you to check out if you're into the paranormal, things that go bump in the night, psychics and things of that nature. I'm involved in the Psychic on the Scene podcast with Katie Manning and Michelle lyons Polito uh, is also available right here where you're listening to this podcast. One of the cool things we just did last week, our episode with Steve Brott, who is a paranormal investigator, has really, really blown up. If you want to check him out, it's Haunted Nights on YouTube or on Facebook. A lot of great stuff going on with Steve. Very, very interesting podcast. Probably one of the most active podcasts we've ever done. And we've done stuff on location, which, uh, go figure, we were at haunted locations. And this episode was done remotely and happened in our homes. So I was home, Katie was home, Michelle was home, and Steve was in his home. Go check out the podcast. I don't want to get into too much as to what happened during the show, but uh, it was some really, really interesting stuff. So if you want to check that out, please, by all means, Psychic on the Scene. Go check out that podcast. I'm also involved in the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. It's myself, my buddy Frank, and Bobby Fish. It is a pro wrestling podcast, by all means. Check that one out as well. We just did a podcast all together, which is rare because Bobby lives in Florida. Frank and I live in the Capital District of New York. Um we were all in the same area, all in the same room. Got to record a podcast live on location at O'Toole's in Colony. Had a lot of fun doing that. Same thing with all the podcasts. By all means, please check them out. And uh, if you're interested in the subjects, that is, obviously. And uh, as always, rate, share, follow, subscribe, like, uh, whatever you want to do. I would appreciate that. We all would appreciate that. But let's jump into uh, why I came in today. I literally just got home from a dance competition. Got uh, We were in Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm not sure why it's called Worcester. It's W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R. Worcester, Worcester, I guess. Worcester, Massachusetts. Um, about two hours and 20 minutes from where we live here in upstate New York. Uh, <coughs> had a great weekend. A lot of fun getting out there to, to, uh, to support the Capital District Arts Initiative, the dance studio my youngest daughter dances at, uh, run by Corey and Jenna Snide, my, aunt, or my, my daughter's aunt and uncle. Uh, love the studio. I have sang their praises on the podcast prior to today. <clears throat> love, love, love what they have done with the kids that dance there. Uh, now, before I get into what I wanted to talk about, let's just say that I did have a topic in mind until we went to this competition and uh, had some things happen while we were we were in Worcester. And uh, I was going to talk about some other stuff and uh, maybe hurt some feelings, maybe not. But instead, here I am with a change of heart and something else to talk about because 
I'm involved in the dance community, all right? My youngest daughter has been dancing since she was three and a half years old. My oldest daughter competes uh, for cheerleading or competed for cheerleading. So I was sort of involved in that, but not as much as the dance world that I've been involved in. So we go out to the competition. We get there. Our studio is not big. Our team is not that big. That's fine. We, uh, we hold our own. We do very, very well. Congratulations to my youngest daughter, Madalena, who placed eighth or ninth, one of the two, tied for ninth. I don't really remember exactly, but uh, her tap solo was in the top 10, which was absolutely amazing. Very proud of the way my daughter Maddie danced this weekend. She looked amazing as always. Uh, and congratulations to her best friend, Ava, who took home top score for solos in the senior division, which is amazing. Her solo, that one, is called My Way. It's a tap solo. Uh, it's a, it is absolutely beautiful. So congratulations to, uh, to Ava. She looked amazing on stage as well. All three solos that she did look great. Our groups look great. I am, however, sitting around waiting during the uh, awards ceremony. And uh, we're just sitting with Tara. We didn't sit with everybody from the studio. We kind of got separated, which is not a big deal. But I was amongst uh, some parents from other studios. And I noticed a trend that I'm not I'm not really a fan of. Now, being in, involved in the world of dance that I am in this dance, um, the, this dance community, I guess, uh, is one thing. This doesn't just go for dance people, okay? Dance moms, dance dads. Dance families, dance studios. This is not. This is a sportsmanship conversation, okay? Because I noticed something this weekend um, that I haven't seen in quite some time, and that was rude people. And when I say rude people, I mean rude children, rude parents. Not a fan of this. We're all there for the same reason. We're all there to support our kids. We are not there, however to demean or put down the other children that are there. Yet I saw some stuff this weekend that infuriated me. To be completely honest with you, it pissed me off, okay? Um, it was one thing to find out that these kids from a different studio uh, who were extremely talented, I'm not taking anything away from their dance ability because that's what it's not about. It is not about these kids being good dancers. I saw some stuff from these kids on stage that really just my jaw dropped. They were that good. And uh, so I find out that when my, ma my daughter's friend Ava wins top score that one of the girls who clearly thought she won gave Ava a dirty look. Um, and then to find out other stories of when these kids were coming off stage and some of the kids being good sports congratulated these kids as they came off. And these kids couldn't even say thank you. Not even a response. They just kind of looked like mm, uh, whatever, as if they were above everyone else, thinking maybe that they hovered above the rest of us and were looking down on us or gracing us with their presence. Um, yeah, let's take it easy. Like we're... We're not doing anything. We're not. We're not curing cancer. Okay. If you want to be something in the in in the entertainment industry in the dance world, that's fine. I will never knock anybody that wants to pursue this as a career as a profession. That's more power to you. However, um, to find out that these kids were just kind of like ugh, like I'm better than you, and you don't deserve to be in the same space as me, was clearly not true. Uh, and I say that because, well, Ava got top score. There was that part. 
So to give that kid a dirty look because she scored better than you, and they gave the scores when they were announcing high scores. So it was like, you know, in third place with a score of blah, blah, blah. In second place with a score of. It's like, listen, she and and the top 10 that they announced all was in like a couple of points or tenths of points or hundredths of points within one another. So it's one thing for the kids to have a bad attitude and to be cocky and poor sportsmen. Sore losers. Sore winners, for that matter. Um, So there was that part. But then to listen to the way the parents reacted to things. Uh, One thing I will say to you, if you are in the world of competitive anything, competitive sports, competitive dance, be mindful of the people that are around you. When you sit down and you see faces that do not look familiar, you do not know where those faces are are from and who they represent, who they're there supporting. You could be talking shit about that person's child. It's not going to go well for you when that kind of thing happens. And I could hear the parents and see the parents' reaction when scores or placements were announced. And to hear them basically be like, oh, well, that should have never. And listen, I have been watching dance since my daughter was three and a half years old. She is now 16. That puts me in the 13-year-ish range of watching dances, okay? I don't know everything. I don't know the technical side of everything, nor do I have to in this instance where I can look and go, "Uh, I'm sorry, but that kid, that dance deserved to be in the same conversation with the dance that your child did. So basically what I'm getting at here is... um, the, the simple fact that you need to be weary of the people that are around you and your reactions. Now, I don't necessarily blame the kids for being the way that they were because it sounds to me or seems to me as if it was a, uh, a, <clears throat> a cultural thing within the studio. It was a learned behavior, and they were learning that from the adults that they are around. Now, this is not the only studio I know that reacts and, and, and treats people like this. Uh, I've dealt with it on a personal level as well as has my daughter. Um, the kids are basically, it's a learned behavior. The kids are, the kids are reacting and, and, and kind of um, acting the way that they see done by the adults in their life. And that is probably not a great thing. So, This is something that needs to change within the world of competitive anything, competitive dance, cheer, sports, all of it. These are kids. They are doing what they enjoy doing. It is supposed to be a fun thing. No one's collecting a check. And as a matter of fact, as you move on from the dance world, no school that you go to, no company that you're trying to work for, whether it be in the dance world or any world, for that matter, on a professional side, is going to give a shit if you got a platinum platinum award, a uh, uh, this trophy, you won this, you scored that. These places, these colleges, these, uh, these dance companies or whatever, they're not going to care. So basically what I'm saying, and don't get me wrong, I am a flawed human just like everyone else that's listening to this. The issue is I'm working on that. Uh, well, well, some people think that it's okay for them to act or react the way that they're acting. So my message to everybody that could be hearing this right now, do better. Do better as a person. You are training and teaching the next generation to be shitty people. We have enough shitty people in this world. Let us, 
work on making these kids better. The next generation deserves to be better, okay? You can be judgy all you want to, I suppose, but it's probably not the best way to uh, tr- to raise your children. And that's all I'm saying. And again, I am a flawed person. I am not, by any stretch of the imagination, a perfect parent. But we're trying very, very hard to instill in our daughters, my daughters, our daughters, um, graciousness, humility, sportsmanship, kindness. I see it far too often where that is not being pushed onto other kids. And that's because the parents feel some type of way. It's co- the entitlement of this younger generation, by the way, is coming from the entitlement of their parents, the adults that they interact with on a day-to-day basis. And it may not even be the parents. It could be someone else's parents. It could be the coaches, the instructors, the teachers, whatever the case may be. Whomever the authority figure is in the activity that your child does. And I feel like I've done a podcast about this before. I feel like I've had this conversation with myself in the past. You could go back and check my other podcasts out if you choose to. I am about 99.9% sure I have said all of this before. What are you teaching your children? And as I preach, as I stand on my front yard and I yell at the clouds and I tell the neighborhood kids, get off my lawn. It goes and it's worth repeating here. Do better with what you are teaching your children. The, the people that you are impacting on a day-to-day basis, you're supposed to be setting the example. And unfortunately, you are doing a piss-poor job of doing it. And I have major issue with that. Because the kids that I watched dance this weekend, and I'm speaking, uh, this is extremely biased on my behalf because these are the kids that I'm there to support. These are the kids that I care about. These are the kids that I want to see do well in life. And that's not to take anything away from any other kid that I saw take the stage this weekend. You all deserve to do well in life. You all deserve the best. But I feel like some of you are being failed by the adults in your life. And that's a very, very unfortunate thing. If you are involved in competition in any way, shape, or form, make sure you are preaching that sportsmanship. Okay? It's not cool. It is not cool for someone to say thank you to you. And you just walk by them as if they didn't say a word to you. To ignore those people. A simple thank you very much and a smile is all you need to do. I don't care if you don't mean it. Seriously, it is not that difficult to do. Hey, you did a great job out on stage. Way to go. That was awesome. And that's the reaction you get. Pure silence from that child. How do you think that makes that kid feel? Why in the world do you think that your reaction would make the person who said good job, thumbs up, A, high five, good stuff, You did awesome. What makes you think moving forward that that kid is going to congratulate the next person? Because they're going to remember that interaction they had with you. You could be the nicest person in the world. But your reaction there made that kid that said that to you think you're an asshole. So there you go. Just do better as adults. Teach these kids better. So for any dance studio that's out there, for any team that's out there teaching these kids that you are the only team that deserves to win. You are the only person that took that stage that deserves to win. You're teaching the wrong lessons. 
Yeah, this is a very, very pinpointed, judgy podcast right now. And I feel like I got every single damn right to say exactly what I'm saying. Because you're teaching the kids the wrong lesson. Do better as humans. Do better as adults. Do better as role models. I will use the example of my best friend, Matt Halleck. I bring Matt up in every single podcast with reason. That guy shows everybody love and respect. Everybody gets the high five. Everybody gets the good job. He's been in competitive situations. He's been the coach of other teams and other children. Aside from his own, he is training other children. But aside from the skill that he is teaching people, he is teaching them to be humble, to care, to be a good sport, to show respect to your opponent, to show respect to the person or the people on the other team. There's nothing wrong with being a good person. Telling someone they did a good job and, and doing all of that and being a good sport takes nothing away from your performance. It speaks volumes to your character. Am I making sense? Seriously, I, I really hope I, I really hope that what I said was coherent because I didn't really put a lot of I knew I came in with the idea of what I wanted to talk about. Didn't really plan anything out. As you know, that's how this podcast goes. And it's just unfortunate. It's, it's truly, truly unfortunate that the adults are impacting these kids in the way that they are. And it's disrespectful to not only the kids on my side, but to kids just in general, to the kids that you're, you're raising. It's bad. It's really, really a bad thing. When it boils down to everything, this is just a portion of these children's lives, okay? It's something that they enjoy doing. It's something that's supposed to be fun. It's something that's supposed to be enjoyable. Stop taking that away from these kids because you feel some type of way. Because you didn't do what you wanted to do in your life. You didn't win when you thought you were supposed to. We all have been in situations where we thought we should have won and we didn't. We've all thought we were supposed to get a job and we didn't get it. It happens. It's part of life. But when you go out, you go out there and you perform or you compete in any situation, sometimes you lose. That's the lesson you're supposed to take away with this. You're supposed to learn how to lose. It happens. You don't win everything. Teach your children better. Do better. Be better. I'm a work in progress. I openly admit that. I've openly admitted it a million times on this show. But I'm working on it, and I'm trying my best, and I'm always trying to be the bigger person. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody by any stretch of the imagination. I've never put myself on that pedestal. As a matter of fact, I don't feel like I'm better than anybody. I'm just trying to be better than I was yesterday. That's the person I'm trying to be better than. I'm trying to be better than me. Maybe you should try to do the same thing. Maybe you should try to teach your kids that. And I know my kids aren't perfect. I know my kids have reacted or said things or done things. And they shouldn't have done that. Maybe I wasn't privy to that information. Maybe nobody told me about it. Maybe you should have told me if you knew that they were acting that way. I could have remedied, remedied that situation because I'm not afraid to have that conversation with my child or my children. I don't know why you are. Maybe you feel like your kid is better than everybody. Maybe you feel like your kid always should win. You're doing your child a disservice by teaching them that and instilling that belief in them. Because when they do not win, 
they're not going to know how to deal with it. Maybe it's because you feel like you're better than everybody. Maybe you feel like you should always win. You're doing yourself a disservice as well. It's an unfortunate thing. And it's your journey. It's your life. You deal with it. But for the people that are hearing my voice and for the people that are sitting there listening to this being like, damn, D's really fired up about this. Damn, D really feels some type of way. Yeah, I do. Because I'm trying to do better. And I'm trying to make sure that my kids do better. I want them to be better people than I am. That's it. That's my, that's my life lesson for today. You're welcome for the preachy podcast that I just put on. But it had to be said. And the unfortunate thing is the people that need to hear this aren't going to. That's the unfortunate thing of all this. But you got to listen to it and you got to hear how I feel. <clears throat> Maybe you could take a lesson away from what I just said. Maybe not. Maybe you're already doing the right thing. I know the people that religiously listen to my podcast are good people. I've learned a lot of lessons from the people that religiously listen to my podcast. And I love those people. Those people support me. And I support them too. And they know that. I know that they have my back and they know that I have theirs. Without question, any, seven days a week, twice on Sunday, I'm there for them. And they're there for me. And I appreciate all the support that I've always gotten. And I hope you know that I will always have your back. And I'm not going to say anybody specifically. Y'all know who I'm talking to because you're listening to this right now. And you're like, I, that D's talking about me because D has done that for me. And I've done that for D. And I love you. I love you like you have no idea. I have nothing but respect for the people that support me and show that support for me and the things that go on in my life and in my family. Y'all are my family. Like, you know that. You support me and my family. You're part of my family. I think I'm done. I think I've said my piece. Um, it is what it is. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If I hurt your feelings, that's, oh, well. You know, that's, that is what it is. That's on you. That ain't a me problem. That's a you problem. I'm out. We'll do it again next week, I promise. Another episode, maybe a little bit more fun. But that's it. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time.